any of the languages? No. I wish I did. Yeah, sometimes I substitute teach for um, kids who are bilingual, you know, a lot of Sp Spanish mm. speakers right, right. in Austin. And I'm like, ah, I feel left out when there's people speaking another language and I can't <laughs> speak it. But um, you? I speak fluently four. What? And I can manage the fifth, the fifth being Spanish. So what are the four? Obviously, uh, English. English. My, the first academic language uh, that I'm most proficient in. <clears throat> then comes Hindi, which is uh, the national language of uh, India. Mm -hmm. And uh, wait, wait, wait. So you're born knowing English or learning English first? Well, no. My English is my first academic language. What that means is uh, this, I was born and raised in India. Mm -hmm. uh, what that means is uh, the education system in, in India is, uh, I mean, completely English-based. So um, uh, even though I probably learned, uh, you know, Hindi or Marathi uh, at home, I learned English first at school. You know, that was the main language throughout my kindergarten, everything. Yeah. So. Do you so think that's like an advantage? I think so. I was going to say, you know, being being bilingual or more than bilingual, it, it helps you appreciate art and culture in not just one language, but more than one. Uh, and and it, it just adds so much to your library. You can appreciate literature in different languages. You can appreciate music in different languages. I mean, music doesn't really have a language because it's the tunes, but then also the lyrics is what I'm talking yeah. about, right? So Poetry. So, po yeah, poetry, for example, too. Uh, when I was younger, I used to, I would never listen to music in different languages just because, I don't know, as a kid, you can't, you don't know what they're saying. Right. But, uh, but now I actually like, in a way, sometimes when I listen to a song and I don't know what they're saying, but I just try to get the feeling of it and try to figure out a little bit of what they're saying just in. Yeah. I mean. But it would be nice to know. And I do look it up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Translate, but yeah, Duolingo has done a pretty good job uh, of gamifying, you know, learning a new language. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of it, right? Yeah, I've, that, I've yeah. tried it before. Works, yeah, I've tried. I've tried uh, Russian. Um, I, I can, if I were to spend two weeks, one hour a day, I would manage basic Russian. Two That's weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks, one hour a day. So you're talking about 14, let's just say 15 to 20 hours in two weeks, right? I, you can do basic Russian if you spend that much time at, in Duolingo. I kid you not. Really? Yeah, th not that me. Good? You. Not me. Well, I mean, it's because, uh, granted, I am an engineer and... Uh, we engineers we know the greek alphabets and there's a lot of similarities i mean there there's a lot of russian cyrillic alphabets that are in greek as well i mean there's of course some 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 alphabets that are unique to the language but that it helped me to have that understanding you know alpha beta gamma all that right. stuff so so yeah uh i guess my best bet would spanish is what they, i know the most of i took some but I don't know, dude. I took three or four years of Spanish in high school. Mm. 
And I don't know as Honestly, much as I should. Yeah, immersion, immersing yourself in the. I was in California. Yeah. I think I can safely say I know more than most people who took five years in you know high school or four years in high school. Yeah. Span. I I can manage better than those people. Right. For sure. Also traveling to Mexico, and uh, you know um, just dating someone in that culture. Oh yeah. Yeah. Learn the important words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, but I always, uh, I always with um, learning a language. I don't know if it was my high school or just the curriculum or whatever. I was always like, they're teaching us stuff that's not as important. Like they're, you know, big base of it was like the conjugations and the verbs of this. And I'm like, just give us a bunch of words like you don't need to know how yeah, to speak it exactly grammatically correct it's yeah. more important to just have a how big do you vocabulary. how do you think yeah exactly how do you think kids are taught like when they're you know at home like mom will show them an apple and then they'll say right well i don't know what's the apple word for you know spanish but oh, you're not that's that's how you learn a language by you know it's practical not by, like you don't teach kids grammar <laughs> when they're like six months or one year i don't know what what age they start speaking yeah 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 so yeah learn learn the words oh and the other thing like you you run into people who are from different countries and english is not their first language yeah. and they're speaking broken english but you can get the point across yeah, you got exactly it. can you say you know where is the bathroom or where is yeah, yeah like yeah i don't know excuse me where is the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> that that make that's totally fine it doesn't have to be the right pronunciation yeah. it doesn't have, as long as where the bathroom is you yeah. will understand that. Or bathroom is where. Like yeah. All set, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or or simply bathroom. So you so you knew Hindi and then you started learning English and so yeah Eng from uh, so English school. Hindi and uh, Marathi, which is my dad's side of the language. Yeah. Uh, so India has twenty three official languages. They have really? their own. Yeah, they have their own. Like it's not dialects. They're all languages. That's crazy. Yeah. So my mom has a different language and my dad has a different. And so I, I learned both. So How can mom, you even have a country that's not all. Well, think of the European. understand each other, right? Yeah. Well, European Union, right? It's, it's one kind of like one big country, but, you know, they're all different, right? Yeah. It's kind of like Europe. But you're right. They're all different countries. Uh, yeah. I mean. Is yeah. there like more dominant Lang like of the 23 there's got to be one that's the most spoken hindi. Right? hindi hindi yeah most people will know like if you're f f north uh, maybe in the south there's less dominance of hindi yeah uh as you go more towards the south there's more you know telugu malayalam uh, uh tamil kannada so there's there's all these different south indian languages that are kind of different but you know, if you if you grew up in the South and if you travel within like when you're a kid from one state to the other, you'll you'll pick up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's your third language, right? Yeah. So so uh, English, Hindi, Marathi, which is my dad's, and then Telugu, which is my mom's. Oh, okay. Um, I can't read and write my mom's language. I can only speak it. Mm. But I could fairly well manage writing my dad's language as well. It, it's very similar to Hindi, the script. Yeah. That's and then cool. Spanish being the last. Yeah, that's really cool. I wish. Uh, 
I wish I could do that. That's like that's like probably one of the big goals of my life is like learn Spanish. Right. I will one day. One day I think I just got to move to a Spanish. How old are you, country. if you don't mind me asking? Uh, twenty-four. Yeah, I mean, I moved to the United States when I was twenty, nineteen. I was just about to turn twenty. So. Uh, Why? Oh, for school, undergrad. What was it like growing up in India? I guess that's all you knew, but... It was nice. I mean, I had a very good uh, childhood. Um, we lived on the West Coast. Uh, we lived all different places because my dad was always moving every couple of years. Um, so, like, one of the most important phases of my life, I guess you can say primary school, which is, you know, first grade through fourth grade, I have very fond memories of, you know, like coming back home after school and then, you know, my mom would like give me food, like lunch or whatever. And then I would just go out and play like there was like a big field and then there was like trees and we would just like a big playground. We would just like make games and cricket was not the only thing we would play. We would just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, we would just make games out of sticks and stones and just run around and and like my i would come back home at like eight or nine and you know there's no like we were unsupervised yeah i mean you don't have i mean i'm I'm sure some parts of the united states you could still do that uh Mm. but not in california Mm. (laughs) and then uh that was you know my up until my fourth grade so then we moved to mumbai which is i'm sure you've heard of the you know Mm -hmm. mumbai is like a big city uh, was that was that a lot different? Yeah, it was a big city. Yeah, it's a big city, and uh, not as much running around on your own. Yeah, I mean you're usually taking like uh, the tuk tuk, you know, the three wheeler, mm. three wheeled the rickshaw, the tuk tuk. I'm sure you've seen in Thailand and stuff. Yeah. Um, so you, that's basically your taxi. Um, yeah, that 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 will take you everywhere. Um, and uh yeah i mean it's there's the the pace of life is much faster everyone's like hustling bustling trains you know local trains are super local trains in mumbai are very like, super crowded yeah it's hard to even get on one <laughs> do you feel like uh people here cuz like you you lived in all different places around india and stuff do you feel yeah. like the perception from other countries is not as accurate as if like you live there india is a big country i mean like the west is so different from the east and north from the south yeah um the culture the food the skin color of people Mm. uh the 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 landscape uh the architecture everything is different yeah so it's so hard to i mean it's kind of like a mini europe on Mm. almost like every part of india has a different special something about it and so therefore when someone goes to india like uh like someone from the west from the western um goes to india say like oh i don't like this you know like i went to mumbai and i hate blah 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 pollution and there's so many you know poor people which is true and you know there's it's dirty and yeah i mean it's so is san francisco san francisco there's super dirty homeless people (laughs) (laughs) 
So, um, but but it's not defining of you know the entire India in its entirety. Yeah, dude, that's always uh, it's always like bugged me when people. I I, I don't know if it's bugged, but it's what always do you mean bug. What? Wait, what do you mean by bug? Uh, like oh, it bothered. bothered? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's always like annoyed me whenever somebody's like, oh, like a you know, there's big stereotype. People be like. Oh, France, everybody there is rude or everybody yeah. is, like things. But it's like you didn't. Yeah, I mean, people I'm sure people even do that about the United States. But when you're from a place, you kind of know that it's not. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Colombia and people told me, like, don't go to Colombia. It's there's like cartels there. And and, you know, it's not safe. They'll rob you. I mean, come on. Like I've been to Mexico. I, I, yeah. I walked to Mexico from San Diego. Really? To, to TJ, Tijuana. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I literally walk, and people were saying, "No, don't go there." Yeah. Like, you know, people who get in trouble in those places, uh, they're just—I mean, like they don't—they're not wise, and they just—they're being naive. And yeah. They're putting themselves in a situation where they shouldn't, mm. and if they find themselves in a situation, they're not exiting from it, and that's what leads to those. I mean, sure, does it happen that you get robbed at gunpoint sometimes on those places? Yeah, but it's extremely rare. Yeah. I've been to Ukraine. I've been to Serbia. Um, all these places. Like, I've, I've, I drove through Serbia to Montenegro. I drove all over Ukraine. Wow. From Kiev to Odessa to Lviv. Um, and, and, I mean, I mean, I did get pulled over by the cops one time. And I, <laughs> I, I slipped them a 20. <laughs> uh, I was going three times the speed limit because I didn't know. Yeah, it was. I was going, I think, 150 kilometers yeah. an hour. Yeah. But the speed limit was 50. So the way that it works there is the freeway. You know, it's you know you're going like 120. That's the speed limit. But then it goes through the city, and it's all of a sudden 50. It's a trap. Yeah. So you don't really know. Um. But I mean, it's it's other than that. Like you just have to be nice. Like I could have been in so much more trouble. Like they could have. You know, I don't know. They could have put me, I don't know, right? Whatever. I, I was just trying to be nice and like, hey, uh, I told them I'm just trying to, I'm a tourist. I'm from California. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, hey, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. But you could speak to them a little? Yeah. I, I yeah, I, sh- I showed them my California driver's license yeah. and I said, oh, then the guy was like, oh, California. <laughs> oh. So yeah, um, that scares me a little bit. Going yeah. to a different country and not being able to speak or not even knowing how to be nice. Yeah, I think people know body language. Like yeah, if you true, if you if you you know if you come across as like you know this versus you know like <laughs> I think you don't yeah. need a language for that. But it helps to be as well traveled as you are, and you've had experiences in all these different continents and countries. Yeah, I mean, was it scary? Was was your first time leaving your country when you moved to the U.S. or you? Had no, been I, I actually lived in the Middle East uh, for five years. Wow. Oh, I can read and write Arabic. I can't speak it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Damn. speak it because oh, okay. uh, I don't have enough practice. But I. When you when you're forgetting what languages you can read <laughs> and write and speak, you, you know you know a lot of shit. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, so yeah, my my dad, as I said, he was always moving. He's uh, he's in the oil industry. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, we moved to the Middle East. So you rich? <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. I don't have enough bitcoins. <laughs> not not as many as I, you know. There's you always you want have more some. of it, huh? You have some bitcoin. 
Uh, I have some quantity of Bitcoin. I just saw a post uh, that you like reposted today of some yeah. meme or something about buying Bitcoin and all this. Right, like, oh, right, right. right. So, you know, one, one of the things that people who know me will know that I'm super into uh, crypto. Crypto. Uh, and I think it's it's uh, just like internet changed uh, connectivity among humans, and just like aluminum changed the aviation industry, and just like steel changed the uh, civil engineering industry, um, blockchain is transforming the the world of finance and and property rights through NFTs. Yeah. Uh, and I think you know uh, more people us humans we resist change and yeah. that's what's happening right now um so like i feel more people need to the, most people haven't spent 10 hours on on how bitcoin actually works and what it is oh no i, I haven't spent 10 minutes yeah so um highly recommend uh you know just you know just like you want to understand money and taxes yeah or at least you want to pay someone to do your taxes if you don't want to do it on your own yeah at least pay someone or read it yourself about you know like what 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 crypto actually is so can i pay you to do my bitcoin uh that the, the sentence construction the way the sentence is constructed doesn't make sense yeah it doesn't because <laughs> it's just, well i just gotta buy some bitcoin right yeah yeah just get on like a, any of those centralized exchanges I don't uh, even need to understand it. If yeah. I just had a lot of money and I just bought some Bitcoin, oh, you don't even need to sweet. have a lot of money. Oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, you can have like fifty bucks, and you can buy fifty bucks worth of Bitcoin. Yeah, but that's not. Oh, that's going to mean a lot. Really? Yeah. You think fifty bucks? You could buy one whole Bitcoin for like ten bucks no. once upon a time. Once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not going back there. But we're going forward. Isn't Bitcoin's a Bitcoin going like to a 10 million, million bucks or something? Huh? How much is one Bitcoin now? Like it's now 35,000. It's oh. it's gone down. Yeah, and it used to Yeah, what was the peak? I think 65, 67 something like that in the high 60s. Is it going to keep going down? You know that's a great question. If I had the magic orb or whatever you want to yeah. call that, the crystal ball. It's scary to make these calls on the podcast because people can look <laughs> back. Whatever you say. Not financial <laughs> advice. <laughs> this is set in stone. <laughs> I mean, I think what's happening is with like the whole Ukraine, Russia, you know, Russia is like almost at the verge of invading Ukraine right now, like as we speak. Oh, really? It's something to do with like the Nord Stream gas pipeline. I don't even know. And, and there's also interest rates, hikes, the, you know, U.S. Fed um is uh you know that's also why people are being more like well they want to put their money uh in in bonds as opposed to the stocks so i, I mean i don't know this this doesn't have to we don't have to put this is you know like all technical kind of stuff uh we don't have to put this in your podcast if you don't want to <laughs> but i don't know what what the realm of your p podcast is dude my podcast is just capturing conversations so wherever we go we go okay and but i do think about what's relevant to other people so if we, yeah, yeah but i think this is all yeah i'm learning stuff right now so this is good for yeah, me yeah i i think you know the way my this has been my upbringing all my life right like um 
and, and a lot of people from the Asian culture will understand that if you're a boy, you're going to be like an engineer or some sort of technical you know, thing. If you're a daughter, you're going to be like a nurse, doctor, or something like that. Mm. And, and so therefore, money was never prioritized. Education was prioritized. So um, I never really, until when I, like even when I moved to the United States, I didn't know about money. I didn't know anything about money and, and how to advocate my, for myself or, you know, paying taxes is like way far out. I didn't know how money worked. I didn't know about anything and, and how much money I needed to, you know, I didn't even know what my tuition was. Mm. <laughs> my dad was paying for it. Mm. What I'm going through right now, that I, what I'm putting myself through right now, this education, learning about finances, I should have in my late teens and 20s. Mm. And so you're at a perfect time. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. There's part of me that just doesn't want to know. I mean, I, I want to know, but I don't want, I just don't care that You much. want more of it, but you don't want to know how to get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Part of it overwhelms me and it just, it, it's like, so I like, I, I know people whose like hobbies are like stocks and right. you know, Bitcoin and stuff right. and they're watching videos and it just becomes, and I'm just like, yeah, that, don't you don't know. want I that just, to be your life, right? Yeah, it's, just, it's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. Part of me just wants to go live in the woods and not think about anything yeah i mean you we feel might, like that uh, you know that's where i would like to retire i'd like to retire on a big ranch uh, my parents have like land out in india uh-huh. uh, I, so I'm, I'm i mean f- fortunate enough to just be able to if i want to if i if all i want to do is just eat food and sleep and just walk around and tend to farm you know like I can do that right now. I can retire right now. But what does that do for me, right? Like, what about my aspirations and goals? What yeah. about creativity? Yeah. Most people, they think that if they had a lot of money, they just retired. Like, most people will actually be bored if they were to move, if they were to somehow end up with hundreds of millions of dollars and buy an island off of the Caribbean and just live. They'll be bored. Oh, yeah. In 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 a few months, no amount of... Alcohol, women, drugs will, you know, either you'll kill yourself or you'll be so bored because your body can't keep up. Because us humans, we have, you know, we're social animals and we want to do stuff. Yeah. You still got to have hobbies and like aspirations and and dreams and try to do stuff. But if you have more money, it it can help you do some of those. Of course. Yeah. If you have more money, you you can actually further your hobbies and and yeah. goals at a faster rate yeah wait india um is this a thing that people live with like their parents for like forever yeah well or like family <laughs> just stays together yeah yeah definitely is that a I thing mean, yeah n- not for all families these days uh, but uh more more people um than you can think of uh, so a lot of, especially, you know, if you're a son, you get married and then you bring the, the wife into the family and then you live in with your parents. And that's just part of the, you know, yeah, it's, we, we have a very 
close-knit family system. But that's not your jam? Well, I mean, my parents are not even here. Yeah. They're, they're in Saudi Arabia. Oh, no? Yeah. Wait, so, but they have a farm or a place, yeah, they have, a ranch I mean, in yeah, India? Yeah, they have, they have, I mean, they, they have that property in India. Um, oh, yeah, because your dad's doing oil out in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. That's big time oil out there. They have, I mean, I think uh, their new uh, ruler or whatever you want to call it, MBS, Mohammed bin, forget his last name, but he's he's like transforming. He understands that oil and fossil fuel and, you know, all that's not going to last forever. And you have to kind of boost your economies and mm. you have to have other things going on, trade, commerce industry so all these wars and stuff that happen for oil and stuff maybe oh, yeah, those won't right. happen because yeah so so very interesting philosophy uh cost of electricity cost of energy is going to go down to zero in the next 30 years because of like uh solar power hydro power wind uh all the renewable sources of energy mm. electricity will be you know I mean, the sun is free. We have the sun 24-7. Yeah. That's free electricity right there. Yeah. We just haven't learned and put into practice how to harness it for free just yet. But we'll get there. We'll get there. And so, therefore, uh, once we have that, once electricity goes down to zero, cost of living goes down, and the amount of work that you need to do will become less, population will decrease, um, you know, sta standard of living will increase and, and life expectancy will increase. Yeah. 150 years easy. So it's very interesting. I, I can send you a, a YouTube video on um, Raul Paul and Michael Saylor and, and you know, how uh, what, this, this conversation that they're having, very profound. Mm. Um, I'll send that link to you. Yeah, send that to me. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me that you have a optimistic view of the future and the world and, and where we're headed. Would you say that? Yeah. Optimistic. I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. I am excited about what the future holds. Not That's all good. of it's going to be pleasant, but you you know, you keep a positive mindset and you can either look at the glass half empty or half full. Yeah. I think maybe a lot of times I look at it half empty. Like, <laughs> like sometimes I feel like the world's ending. What, what part of it? Like, <laughs> I want to hear about that perspective. Oh, I don't know, dude. I mean... Uh, because the world as you know it is ending. Yeah. <laughs> so that, there's, there's truth to that. That's true. Yeah, my world is ending. And then I get a new world. Yeah, metaverse. A whole new world. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I think I'm old man about that. I don't, I think maybe I'm just not as, see, you were talking about earlier about like uh, when, when steel came around and revolutionized, the, but the that seems like more easier to comprehend or to accept. Like, hey, we got steel. This is dope. But for me to be like, hey, we're going to go into computers and download a chip in your brain. I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. This is like... Well, let's, let's, let's go back to the time steel was invented, right? Yeah. Or, or, uh, or first fabricated. And at that time, masonry, bricks, right, is huh. what was used to construct. Most of the world 
you can have two stories, like beautiful architecture in Europe. Uh-huh. At most, you can go up to four or five stories mm-hmm. with masonry, with bricks, with stones. You bring in steel, all of a sudden you have skyscrapers, you have New York City. Right. The very fabric of New York City, it wouldn't be possible without steel. So let's just say steel was first discovered and I'm a construction company. Uh, Everyone's using bricks and stones and wood, right? And then I say, I'm the first construction company that says, you know, I'm not going to use bricks and wood or timber. I'm going to use steel. (laughs) Everyone's going to be like, well, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, this is how we've been doing it for the last 50 years in my my dad's life and my entirety, right? So, So the paradigm shift, once you see the first construction company using steel and building something that's 10 stories and it actually can last and you know people have to see that someone has to do it so mm-hmm. uh, then i understand your perspective of how it's hard to wrap your you know mind around like oh let's just gonna go to computers but the, it's only because you're not familiar with it like i didn't have I mean, I had MP3 players when I was in high school, but I used to still have a Walkman and, you know, a cassette player. And, you know, so it's all about what you're brought, what you're brought up into. Mm. And, and just, you, you mentioned something about being like an old man about all this metaverse thing, like devote yourself to it for one week at the end of the one week you'll come out like wow this is natural you just haven't put in time going into the metaverse you think yeah i mean oh i haven't either gosh. but gosh mm. <clears throat> yeah i don't know it's whatever we don't understand we find scary yeah it's only because we don't understand it but, but how do we understand it spending time yeah reading watching youtube you can learn anything on youtube yeah I kid you not, guys. But let me ask you this. Do you think that... uh, Do you think that overall happiness is going up in society as Mm. as technology innovation goes on? Like, is a a kid born in the 80s, was he happier, uh, you know, or or better than a kid who was born today? So, so... Before I can answer that question, I want to bring to light one fundamental principle that is the basis for the answer. The smarter, a hu- you know, there's there's a saying somewhere that says uh, the the smarter someone is, the less happy, the less content they are. Um, and like the more aware you are of a situation, or the more aware you are of yourself, or something like that like the the more understanding you have the less happy you are and but i i don't really i don't know i mean that's are we as a civilization becoming progressing towards is our happiness index on the rise i don't really know yeah i don't know either yeah 
I mean, I would say I'm happier now than I was when I was in college. Like, college really? is fun, but I'm happier now because hmm. I'm doing something I love and I am doing, I'm walking the path that I want to. Mm. I'm not forced into an engineering program. You know, like I, I was, I'm a mechanical engineer, but it's not something I would have chosen. Yeah, it, it chose you. Yeah, because I was this born life in chose an Indian me. family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah, what, what did they say? Like, it chose me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would imagine for the first uh, years of your life, for a while, you were kind of just going with what you thought you were supposed to do. And did you uh, reach a point where you're like, uh, I'm going to do what I want to do? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a very hard transition. I mean... Did you feel stuck? Yeah, I, I felt stuck. I felt stuck in a profession that was making a lot of money and I still wasn't happy. And what were you doing specifically? Project management for a construction contractor. Yeah. It was it was good money. I mean, for, for someone who's just, you know, a six-figure job right out of college is not yeah. bad. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but would you if you had the information in my mind? Um, so I, I literally just quit my job uh, I was so unhappy, and we can get into detail if you want. Um, I literally sent a one-line email to my boss. Please consider this as my formal resignation. And mm. then that's it. Damn. Mic drop. Yeah. Take that. Because, <laughs> um, so in California, there were uh, Butte County fires, and I was supposed to, you know, I was sick, and I had just gotten back to the office, and I was supposed to, They, one of my managers asked me to go to this job site and like do something and I was like well there's a lot of air quality is really bad and, and I'm you know I was I was still coughing like <coughs> coughing right yeah so and, and the guy said uh, I don't think the air quality is gonna be getting better anytime soon so you better get out there so, and and I I had the N95 mask even before COVID, like, you know, this was way before COVID. How, how? Because of like, the California fires. Yeah, what is it, 2019 or 2018? I, yeah, 2018, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, that night after I got back home, I was like, you know, the six-figure job is not, it's not a substitute for, my peace of mind, my happiness, time with my... I was dating someone at the time uh, who I got married to, actually. Um, so this is my personal private life that my family invited me to, like, an event, and I couldn't go the next day because I had to be at work. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just quit. And uh, since How long then, had you been doing that job? I, I was For about a year. At that time, I was doing it for about a year. Oh, so you, wait, did you just graduate from school like 2016, 17? 17, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, how old are you? <laughs> what did you think? How old did you think I, I think I was? Because yeah. definitely the 2017 graduation year surprised you a bit. Yeah, I mean, you could still be older and you could have done some different. I thought, wait, what did I is think? It, is it my beard? I thought you were like 30. Sounds about right. Something. 31. 
31. Yeah. Okay. I mean, most people get done with school like 22, 23, so it took me a little longer. Yeah. I took a gap year after high school, traveled to China. Oh, that's awesome. And the Middle East and parts of India. So it's a, you know, India is big. So no, I, I just thought for some reason that you had um, um, been doing that job for a while, but... That is still is a while. I mean, yeah, a year it's, is I mean, a like, it's, uh, so that was my, uh, that I, by then, by this job, this was my third year in the industry. Three uh, yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, which is, yeah, third company. So okay, I, okay. The, I was working for HVAC, air conditioning, and then a general contractor, then concrete. Yeah. And you're just like, these people don't give a shit about me. This, yeah. I'm making good money, but. Yeah. I mean, like here, oh, you're not happy. You oh well, you got to be here Saturday at two a.m. for a concrete pour. Um, yeah. Why do companies do that? Like, aren't they smart? And I guess most people. Some people. So some people are just so driven by money, and they will, you know. That's why for someone like me, that kind of a job is not, you know. Uh, but some people, like, you know, they're. They can like, be scared into. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like they really they have maybe someone has like a, a wife and a kid. You know, yeah. I don't have. I didn't have a wife at the time. Yeah. I'm divorced, by the way. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, like a lot of people have like when you're 27, uh-huh. you 26, 27, you have kids. My dad, my parents, uh, they had me when I, when they were 25. Wow. So. Did you have any of those pressures to from your family or anything like that? No, or? no. Not at all. No. No, I, I didn't have an arranged marriage either. Um. <laughs> You're familiar with that, right? Yeah. Like the Indian, yeah. Wait, who has those? Uh, some people in India do. Like really religious people or? It doesn't it's have to be very religious people. It's just something cultural, I feel. It could be, I mean. But it wasn't your culture? Did you have like friends and people around you? Who yeah, really yeah, yeah. That? I mean, uh, some, some, some people that I went to high school with, I think they had their arranged marriages. Uh, one of the one of my high school friends, she, she, I mean, she had an arranged marriage, and yeah, the, I think I don't know, but uh, but I think never more, too late. <laughs> call your parents up. I mean, technically, if I <laughs> if I really wanted to find like an Indian bride, I I just have to make a phone call and like <laughs> really express my interest and actually commit to it. Yeah, I think it will work. I I will if I really want to get married in within the next year i can <laughs> yeah <laughs> not that Did I you ever think w- about it no or no it's just not no your, i just yeah. you know i yeah i the yeah the person i got married to like i we met on you know i she was not even indian maybe that's why it didn't work out maybe you maybe, gotta go maybe, to uh, maybe i don't know arranged yeah wait i i do have a question do you think arranged marriage is maybe a good idea like maybe the ideal everybody's like oh i gotta find my princess or prince charming mm-hmm. like maybe that's a little bit it's not bad if it works you're right like everything i guess <laughs> <laughs> so um there's an element of commitment there's an element of you know it's not just the two people that are getting married it's also the two families yeah. like their parents it's two families coming together uh-huh. um as a community, you can solve any problems. I mean, w- mm. name a relationship that does not have a problem. I'll wait, right? Like every relationship has some, like whether it be friends, boss, employee, husband, wife, brother, sister, 
every you know but but like your commitment to wanting to grow out of the problem and you know come with this or you know like love and commitment right those yeah. are the things that are important and uh, us humans we are social animals and we need we need a tribe of people to associate with yeah and maybe we don't have that same view of like two families coming together it's kind of like hey i like this person we don't care about our families they're not it's not maybe maybe they're not maybe some about. some cultures more so than the others yeah yeah but i think asian cultures and uh, i mean there's a lot of cultures that are more family oriented than others but yeah getting married that's crazy <coughs> you got married yeah it didn't work out obviously so i had to get you know worked out for a little bit yeah for a solid three months <laughs> oh it was only three months yeah do you believe in marriage uh i don't know <laughs> now i don't know do you believe in love yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah so uh after my marriage after my you know divorce I actually met with like a really bad car accident. I don't know if it, can you see the scar right here? Yeah. Yeah. So I broke my neck. It's C4, hot. C4. It's a hot scar. You think so? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, coming to this uh, woman that I met when I was in, you know, still recovering from my accident, like she thought it was pretty hot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I was, so marriage, divorce, car accident, being in the hospital for three months. Wait, uh, do you want to talk about the car accident a little yeah, bit? Or sure. can you, or yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was on the 101, uh, and I was trying to get on the 101, and, and someone swerved into my lane, and uh, in order to, like, not hit them, I swerved, and then I hit some parked cars, and my car flipped because I was, you know, like, you're going from 45 miles per hour to 65. You're speeding up. So my car flipped upside down, dragged on for about 100 yards. My head was pinned to the floor. Uh, the fire department had to use the jaws of life to cut me out, and um, I broke my. Were you my conscious when the car's no, upside I have, down? I have no memory of this. Any of it? Any of it? Yeah. My when head, did the memory shut off? Do you remember driving on the 101? Uh, I have, I have, I have some memory of the evening, but I don't have like a really clear. So I had a brain injury. Uh, I had a TBI. I had a traumatic brain injury, and when when you have something like that, you're. Uh, it's a defense mechanism. Your brain just shuts off. So did you forget a lot of stuff, like random things? Even No, the, just that incident. I, I remember everything before it and after it. I, I remember waking up in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, but so, like, I, I broke my neck. I broke my C4. What's I broke C4? my C4 is the the cervical spine. So there's, I think, C1 through C7. There's numbers. And then T1 to, I don't know, like... Th there's, you know, all, all, the spine has like different bones put together, right? So I broke my C4. People with a C4 fracture basically end up in a wheelchair for the rest of their life. But I got super lucky. Um, there was no damage to the spinal cord. There was no damage to the nerves. Just the bones were broken. And, and they just told me, they put a brace and they said, don't move. But I broke my jaw. I broke my nose. I'll show you an x-ray. Uh, I look. If you were to take an X-ray right now, I look like the Terminator. Really? Yeah. There's like titanium plates everywhere, Still? all the way up to here. Are I broke my eye. Forever? Huh? Are they gonna be there forever? Yeah, forever. Yeah. 
How do you get a titanium plate in your in your head? It, it's like like not inside, like like right here. Yeah, where they put it in. They so they cut it. They cut here. They cut. There's actually th four cuts here. One, two, three, four, or something. Yeah. yeah. So there's four. Like my yeah, my plastic surgeon did a good job. If you think it looks hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's it's making me think what i was saying earlier about you know technology and are people happier yeah <clears throat> the one undeniable thing is medicine like if yeah. you know if you got this back in the day i would be dead you'd be dead dude they gave me an emergency tracheotomy like there was so much blood in my lungs i couldn't breathe like they cut my they, they put me in life support or not life support tracheotomy in the ambulance they, we, we didn't have all that technology back in the day. Yeah. And gi giving me oxygen and all that stuff. I mean. Anesthesia and stuff. And yeah. Oh, my God, medication. dude. I have. They gave me so much narcotic pain meds. It just messed. It's not. Dang. It was. Yeah. Wait. So what's that like? You like you wake up and you're like a mummy type person, right? Like, yeah. I couldn't even speak because all the air was coming out from here and I could just do actions. Were you freaked out? Or were I you was just freaking out, yeah. Like, But no, I mean, I, I was freaking out, but th th there was so much dopamine and serotonin pumped into my brain from the pain meds that yeah. uh, I didn't even feel, feel pain. Yeah. Just <laughs> Dude, if fun. I felt pain, I would I would shut down or like... I They put me in a medically induced coma just so that my body could like have some time to react yeah wait how long were you in the hospital three months whoa yeah i lost like 30 pounds the were nurses bored? i was super bored you know for the first week or so i couldn't even talk because <laughs> there's no like i couldn't talk because there's like nothing i could do so i was like my parents were there my mom took the next flight from uh the middle east and she came here my dad was visiting at the time actually uh, so, um, my parents were always there with me. Uh, so I would like write on a notepad what I wanted to talk to them about. Uh, I could understand everything they're saying, and I, I had no cognitive problems. Yeah. Other than the fact that I was super slow yeah. from all the the meds. Uh, but it was, yeah. I mean, it was not a pleasant time. Like. I like there was so much liquid built up in my lungs and I I would have to like cough it out like it's something that I had to do and it was so hard it was so painful and I would dread it all the time and and they like the I think the first day or two they had like a machine to suck it out but for the healing process they had to take the machine out and I had to do it on my own and they would say like okay now go ahead and cough so I had to go like <laughs> and then this is it's such a deep cough dude i mean i i know it's getting gory but no um, this is great um <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking about being like a nurse or working in like being a doctor and just dealing with that stuff all like yeah like this was a window but they're like they're they're in this 24 7 yeah that's crazy yeah i guess you get numb to it at a certain point maybe i yeah i mean I, I want to go back to the hospital and like you know show them that you know hey I'm doing well because like the nurses yeah. were really nice like in the ICU in yeah. San Francisco uh, they were really nice very kind 
they were pretty too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they were prettier from the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think they were pretty, even without the drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never I never had something that crazy, but I would imagine three months in the hospital recovering. That's gotta that's gotta change a lot of. You you think about a lot of stuff. Yeah. What did it What did it change for you? Literally everything. Every fundamental principle that I was living my life off of, I rethought it. You know. Um, so one of the things, right? Like I was in the hospital. I wasn't working. I was burning through my savings. My parents were helping me out. Um, made me realize, like. First of all, I gotta have some way of having income when I'm not actively pursuing income. Mm -hmm. Passive income. Passive income. Mm -hmm. So that you know, like, um, it's unfortunate, uh, but I, all the two, three years of working and making, you know, good money. I had nothing to show for it. Like I had no investments. I had nothing in the stock market. I had no, I had maybe a couple thousand in, you know, 401k or whatever you, you can accrue in that time. Yeah. Um, but I had nothing. I had n nothing. And so. Loser. Hmm? You're a loser. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. So that changed my perspective. I, like I realized that, you know, uh, you know, $100 invested today compounded 10% annually over, you know, in 20 years. I don't know. That's a huge number. It's not, it's like more than, it's way more than $100. Mm. If you were to just put $100 in your bank, it's going to grow at the rate of 0.01% of whatever the savings is. Like, not, it's not going to, maybe $101 in 10 years. I don't even know. Yeah. That's something. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not. No. <laughs> inflation accounted for inflation. That's your money means nothing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know that just changed. Like I, I invest a lot on. I mean, literally every dollar I can find, I invest it. Yeah. So it was bugging you that you're just sitting there and you're like, I can't even make money. Yeah. Why? Like this is a waste oh, of three months. I'm just yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I, I and you know for i was i think 28 at the time or some 28 29 yeah um just imagine being a 28 year old man and like ha like i couldn't use a restroom on my own mm. i couldn't shower on my own the Maybe. nurses had to shower me and like you know and and i have no money and my parents are you know it's just like not a good place for uh a man to be yeah in. you like, felt like, like a little baby yeah. Everyone just taking care of you. Yeah. Your mom's there, give you a kiss on your forehead, feeding yeah. you jello, <laughs> wiping your butt. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's not a good place to be. So, yeah. um I mean it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's kinda of funny to look back on. Yeah. I guess. Definitely. Only to look back on. Oh yeah. Not to look forward to. No. I mean if I was you, I didn't even know if I would even uh look at a car i would i would you drove here that's crazy yeah yeah I, people, I drove i drove yeah. from california yeah yeah wow yeah maybe if you were younger it would have 
I have no PTSD more. from driving because you know that's a defense mechanism that the brain has. Like if I, I would be traumatized if I remembered everything. Yeah. And like how I don't have. I mean, the police report says that I was going like this, and then someone came, and then I don't know what happened. But I have no memory of it. If I remember in my car, like just imagine going through that and having a memory. Wouldn't you be traumatized? I mean, I have no memory, and that's probably for the best. So what did you start doing once you started recovering? I went on Bumble. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I just wanted to try out. Like, what What the hell? Like, oh, I'll you be, were, were you like... Uh, I was in the hospital on Bumble. Oh, wow. I put pictures from before my accident. And um, I had one decent... One other thing to note is that, you know, like my face the way it looks like right now it was not like this when i was in the hospital it was like edema f swollen oh, yeah. and i you know i was depressed like fuck uh, i'm never looked? gonna look good again i uh, you know i you know my jawline's like I, you can't even see it um and you know all that kind of stuff and and i, I was depressed and sad mm. um and horny <laughs> <laughs> You know, maybe, maybe <laughs> it it took a long time for me to like get into that mode. I think it was I got discharged from the main hospital to the acute rehab mm. is where I was slowly starting to walk. Yeah, that my mind even went there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, don't you whenever you uh, like this always happens when I get sick. I like. I start to appreciate my health for a minute, but then you just take it for granted again. Yeah. But when you uh, when you don't when you can't walk and then you learn yeah. how to walk again and you're like, yeah, walking's dope. Yeah, and and just being independent. Yeah. You don't cool. drink, right? No. Yeah. See, that's that's value. That's that's good. But I uh, I had a beer the other day. So. How come? Because I met the first time I met you, you you that was at the tiniest bar. Yeah and uh you weren't drinking you told me yeah no i don't i don't like alcohol i don't drink it so I just you... for a podcast i shotgun to beer oh really <laughs> yeah how was it it wasn't that bad because you Did drink you it so something? fast um maybe a little bit but was I don't that know, the first time you had your beer in your entire life no no no, no, no. Oh, okay okay so I used to drink before i never used to drink but i'm not like so you know yeah, I mean, people would be like, hey, take a sip of this. And I'll be like, okay, like, yeah, but I don't. When have you, like, I mean, uh, if you're shotgun a beer, you'll feel something. Like, you'll feel a yeah, tiny Yeah, I maybe buzz. felt a little. But we were having a conversation that I, I just wasn't as, yeah. con I, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe a little bit of a buzz. But I did, my brother's bachelor party last <laughs> summer was the only time where, like, I drank a little bit. And I definitely felt a little buzz. What did you drink and how much? Um, I wasn't planning on drinking, but then I was just so bored that I had to, <laughs> I felt like, like if you, have you ever been to a bachelor party? Yeah. Or like you go out and you yeah. like, you, you like to party? Yeah. Or I mean, like I went to my uncle's bachelor party. Uh, that was the first time I actually drank alcohol. Yeah. And I had a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Yeah, guys, if you get a bunch of guys and it's a bachelor party and you're going out to bars till 2, 3 a.m. and stuff, like, yeah. 
if you're sober doing that with a bunch of drunk people yeah and the music's going unts, 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 <laughs> and you're there and it's you know 2 a.m you either g- you want to really go home and go to sleep <laughs> or but you're so frustrated like, and tired and <laughs> bored and like maybe this yeah, will give you're me like energy alone. yeah and there's drunk people you can't even yeah there's no reasonable conversations being had yeah it's just like let me this will speed things up if i drink a little bit and so then i i just gave in and i was just <laughs> like i'm gonna did you have a good time uh did i have a good time it's gotta be a fun time the, the, the feeling bit, has to be good but I, I i didn't get drunk enough where i could really let loose i think i was still kind of i don't know i'm just kind of like uh reserved in that is there any reason why like maybe someone in your family was an alcoholic and you uh, saw that and you don't like it maybe a little bit of that mm. but also just um the costs yeah the cost like the cost benefit what yeah. it seems like not drinking is better than and i just i don't know yeah. i don't know i got a lot of reasons i guess yeah yeah we don't have to dive into that no no we can dive into it it uh I mean, I see the benefits, like it's a social thing, you, but I just, I don't know. I like going it to bed early. It rots your body from within, yeah. What's that? It rots your body from within if you do it often and a lot of it. Yeah. You know what? Also, it's like, man, I just, I've seen drunk people over the years and I'm just like, yeah, if they weren't drunk and saw themselves right now, they'd be like. I wish I wasn't doing that or I wish I, and mm. maybe there, maybe I need to have more of that where I can let loose and be afraid to embarrass myself. Oh, is that what the embarrassment part of it? Where you're embarrassed? Maybe, maybe Just part drink, of it. drink in a pitch black room then. I mean, <laughs> what's the end goal of that? Like I just, Oh, just have a conversation and, and you know, see how it goes. Like turn off all the lights and just, yeah, know, just talk to somebody there. And like, I think the biggest thing I like control. I like mm. being in control and knowing and like yeah. I never even just this which might not sound like a big thing to people but I was just like giving up the ability to drive mm. and things like that I'm just I like being able to be like I can do whatever I need to do yeah I can control go here I'm not uh. I don't and, and that might be a negative thing in a sense that I don't want to give well, up Well, that's the why they have uber and taxis yeah but I just yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just like being me. Yeah, yeah, no. I, honestly, you're doing yourself a favor by like not drinking. Hmm. Or I would, I would say like maybe some wine uh, as you get older yeah. with dinner. That's know, the like, other thing too. Is if so that, if it tasted better, I would have a glass of. But I don't have any desire. No, it like, doesn't even taste good. It doesn't taste good. Have you so. had cocktails? I've I've tried it. What what I was drinking at my brother's bachelor party was mostly Red Bull vodkas. Have you had like a good well-made cocktail? Oh, uh, probably not. Would you like to try one? Yeah, you got one in no, your pocket. No, I don't have one. But <laughs> I'll, I'll take you to a place. We'll have one cocktail. Okay. Here's and the other thing too, though, like um, established drinkers or people who have mm-hmm. taste. Taste. Over time, I feel like you like it stronger. And, you know, like a person who likes coffee or something, yeah. they're going to like it black. Yeah. Whereas a yeah. new coffee drinker is going to want it to be... Like hazelnut cream. Right, right, right. So I'm probably... 
gonna enjoy what tastes most like a Slurpee or something. Right, right, like right, that, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, let's. Um, but I'm still down. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. We can have a cocktail. Yeah. Um, that sounds funny. I just never think of myself as being a person. <laughs> we should get a cocktail. That's funny. That's like such an old person. <laughs> Yeah, no, beer, I, I don't get, like, the whole hang of beer. Like, beer, if I'm thirsty, if I'm really, really thirsty, I'll have some beer because then it doesn't really matter. Do you Ice want a beer? Uh, what, what kind of beer? Oh, no, no, not that one. Honey, no, one. honey, I don't know. But tell me about drinking for you. What is, uh, like, sell me on it a little bit. But you were also saying, see, this is what people also say, too, which is funny. Yeah. Is, like with uh drugs and drinking and stuff yeah oh yeah that's good or whatever but no no so so here here, you have to in order to you can't you're better off it's you know it's kind of like it's better to have uh loved and lost than to have never loved right 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 right. right. it's kind of like that it's better to have had a, a stage in your life or a phase in your life where you don't have to get shit-faced or be an alcoholic. You enjoy cocktails, and then, you know, that, that's it's it's good. It's uh, it it feels good. But if you are, you know, becoming an alcoholic, that's not what you know. That's not. I mean, in the way people drink in college, I don't think that's healthy either. Right. Um, yeah, that's another thing I realized. I was uh, I always looked forward, and I was like. Okay, the way people are acting, like in college and stuff, that's not that cool. ends at a certain point. That has and I didn't to. see old people, so I'm like, what's the point of doing this if it's gonna, yeah, stop at some point? I was in a college fraternity, and and you they got were down, huh? Did you get down? I got down, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, um, I think even even with drugs too, like you have to try it not once not twice but a couple times in different situations and then if you decide that you know you should still decide that you don't want to make it a frequent thing but Mm -hmm. and then you know then you're like okay yeah i enjoyed it it was good i don't really need it anymore yeah but then if you say like you know like marijuana like you know that's bad for you or like i don't like it but try it a few times i mean again like marijuana is not my thing but that's what i tell people with heroin i'm like don't knock it until you try it you know (laughs) (laughs) well there's certain things like heroin and meth (laughs) that you don't really need isn't that funny like that stuff is so good and fun that we tell people i've actually never done it i haven't either yeah but you know it's like you know you'd like it (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> it's probably going to be similar to how I felt in the hospital. <laughs> I got the purest medical grade stuff there. <laughs> right. Except now you can move. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was super you could fun. You get in trouble. <laughs> I, so I was watching on this. I was in the ICU, I think. I don't know what they gave me, but I was watching this TV show. Uh, it's a TV show called Longmire on Netflix. It's like mm-hmm. a Western, the guy's based, he's, he's a sheriff based in Montana or Wyoming or something. And, you know, I was watching that and it's all snowing and they're going hunting or fishing or something. And then I, I was hallucinating that I went duck hunting. Wow. 
it was good stuff they gave me <laughs> and i felt like wow this is cool i'm driving a, a you know a truck and i lit i felt that was a reality yeah i felt i was driving a truck and i went fishing and hunting that's cool and and i was wearing all like the camo all the gators <laughs> and everything and i genuinely believed in that moment yeah that i was doing it and so i can imagine how like you know some people may like that feeling yeah i do a lot of people uh you know they get their meds from when they're recovering from an injury and stuff and they just can't let it go and then yeah 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 the oxy pandemic or whatever yeah it's scary stuff yeah um where are you from what are you you're not from austin i'm from la area okay you're from california yeah yeah, I would say I'm from California, too, like the Bay oh, yeah? Area, San Francisco. Because you lived there from 20... 11 years. Yeah. 12, almost 12. Wait, where'd you go to school? San Jose State. Oh, nice. Yeah. I went to school in Santa Barbara. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. UC? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. What'd you go to school for? Economics. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got through college, but I just... I passed, but I wasn't too into it. I was not doing what I wanted to be doing. Yeah. And then when I stopped, like, I was going to drop out at a certain point. And then my parents were like, you got one year left. Just finish and then do whatever you want. But I was like, I'm not. So. Yeah. But um, I feel, part of me feels embarrassed for, like, uh, like, I got an economics degree, but I'm a substitute teacher and I don't make a lot of money and I'm not. Dude, who fucking cares? Like, I made a lot. I mean, I mean, see, again, like, that's the other thing like you i can say that that you know making a lot of money will not make you happy but you have to try it out for yourself to mm. like now i can say now that it didn't make me happy and you know but then people will criticize or people will be too hard on themselves like yeah. oh no i'm you know I, economics degree and no you don't have to think like that yeah learn from other people's experiences and honestly i would so much rather have been like a business major or something yeah do you um do you think about a lot like what other people think of you or no. I mean cuz when you were um when you were embarrassed in the hospital was that part of that feeling no. about what other people think or <clears throat> was it just your own feeling Well I mean so when I was in the hospital when I looked at myself in the mirror uh yeah that that was a you know that was a different situation where I thought that people you know, I would look at my pictures from before, and then I would look at my face in the mirror. It was two completely different people. Do you look how how you looked before the crash now, or you look different? I think, I think I look <laughs> very similar. But here, let me see if I can find a picture. Um, uh, and and I mean, I'm. Most people say that they can't even see the scar unless like I tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I thought that I looked better before, mm. and maybe I did. I don't know. <clears throat> so th- it's all in the mind. It's all mental. It's all yeah. uh, psychological. Yeah, and nobody, nobody sees stuff that you notice. Mm-hmm. The you most. see the most about your own body. Like even, yeah, you know, all. I don't know. Maybe some people are more observant than other people, but. Like, you know, you'll, you'll, people will be like, oh, I got this huge zit or whatever. And you're like, oh, I didn't even notice. Or, yeah. 
Also, I think maybe uh, guys, straight guys are lucky that women don't care as yeah. much about looks as guys. <laughs> yeah, no, that is actually absolutely <laughs> true. Like, the person uh, I dated after my accident was the hottest person ever yeah. that I've ever dated. She's like, I mean, she's like gorgeous. Yeah. And um, I never thought, I mean, I thought I looked the ugliest in my life in that phase. And I I, I still had like uh, discoloration. You know how like when you get like a scabbing, like let's say you get a big boo-boo when the scab peels off, you have like white skin or something. Yeah. So it was like that all over my forehead. And if w- women care more about personality yeah after a certain point yeah shouldn't shouldn't we all just care about personality if if the world was right if the world was right (laughs) asterisk yeah tiny star mark what did you learn about love what is what do you are you uh are you out there dating you still on bumble no i'm not on bumble i'm off market i'm just focusing on myself oh okay yeah What's that like? You spend a lot of time watching YouTube videos of the things you want to learn and reading articles, reading books. Yeah. Learning stuff, building stuff. So, yeah. So you're not looking for love right now? Well, because I have it. I have love for myself. Wow. (laughs) That's interesting. Usually you feel, I always, I never met somebody who was like, not in a relationship or looking to try to I guess yeah no there's people that just want to date around and stuff but you're not even dating around or like no I'm not even dating for around fun. I'm not even looking for fun I'm just like super focused right now what are you focused on um about you know uh, I'm I'm putting myself through my own school mm. uh I you know how when you're in college like Tuesday, Thursday, you have this class and that class, and then Monday, Wednesday. So I'm, I literally have like this schedule built out. So Monday, 9 a.m., I will do this, and I'll do the, I'll, I'll you know, let's say coding. I want to learn how to code. Um, so I'm learning Python right now. So uh, I do Monday, Wednesday, I'll do that for like an hour, um, and then uh, so Monday noon, I'll probably do like. Uh, watch videos on youtube about uh let's say ethereum and the decentralized finance and then uh, for the next half hour i'll learn about new protocols like near or solana or you know like what uh, like basically yeah and i'm in my own school Mm. and then in the evenings i'll read books like the richest man in babylon or uh nicholas taleb uh, this new, um, I forget the name of the book, but he's a great, great guy. Uh, Atomic Habits. I mean, uh, just just things that I should have. That's that's what you know. True education is about. Yeah. That's cool. And I mean, it's not that I don't uh, do social things. Like I, uh, I'll take myself out to you know bars. I'll, I'll I like doing that. By myself i do and then i'll meet people there i met you there yeah so i mean i'm pretty social i feel yeah but i'm not actively 
if I were to meet a woman, I wouldn't oppose the idea. Yeah. But I'm not going to go on Bumble. I mean, it takes time out of my routine to, like, oh, she's not good, then what? You know, right swipe, left swipe, and then waste time on talking. Yeah. I used to do that. It was fun. That's how I met my, you know, the the person that I was dating. The hot lady? The hot lady, yeah. You miss her? No. Because, uh, she, she, you know, we're, we're, still, uh, we're still good friends. You see the motorboat? <laughs> it's yeah. just like cruising. I mean, like, it's, it's super funny to me how human beings will go camping. We have all these, like, look at that. Look at, we have all this. And then we'll go to this camping site. We'll put up a tent. We'll, you know, put up coal and try to cook something. We'll inconvenience ourselves with, like, shitty shitter restroom <laughs> and like out in the woods it's well inconvenience ourselves to just to go out there we we started from there yeah why live here if you want to go do that just choose one uh, yeah it's like we, I think, yeah? yeah i think there's good to both that's why mm. there's nothing there's i don't think there's any way to live life that is just like perfect like we yeah. like change we like different environments we, we, like, we like to be excited yeah, yeah play different video games you don't just want to <laughs> do the what, same what one video games you play uh none oh you should play like do you like video games yeah but you don't have time huh i mean i i got time if i want to but i just dude i actually uh i, I like pokemon oh okay i downloaded this pokemon on my phone uh like old Game Boy. Oh yeah, Pokemon. simulator. Yeah, emulator. Emulator, yeah. And I'm I'm just addicted to it, so I got to delete that. <laughs> I don't play video games because I just yeah, it's too much fun. Yeah, <laughs> just like why I don't eat popcorn because it tastes too good and yeah. it burn. You know, like it, the the shells get stuck in my yeah. teeth or whatever. But it's funny because I like I'll still waste time doing other stuff. You know, so it's like it's fine. Like. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play any video games, but then I'll just waste time on YouTube or Instagram or something that I shouldn't be yeah, doing. Yeah, I, I just deleted my Instagram <clears throat> app. I yeah. still have it. I I log into Safari every time to if I want to like yeah. reach out, and it's like super painful. So I I spend less time on it now. Yeah, I got to go back to that. Because it's it. it's very hard to not be on Instagram. Yeah, because everyone's like, I, you know, like I'm trying to get in touch with you. Like, right. that's the only way I can connect with you. I mean, yeah, I want to post things about this and try to grow this podcast. Yeah, and, like I have to, whatever. Yeah. But what game? What games do you play? I don't play anything. I, I want to st- get into uh, uh, NFT, metaverse, play to earn games. One of my friends, he bought. You know, Axie Infinity? Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. He basically bought these Axies, which are NFTs, and he hired people to play the games for him in the Philippines, and he's making 1000 bucks a month just by having people play the video game for him. 40 people. He wants to hire more people. That's crazy. Yeah. So he, all he had to do was buy the Axies buy the nft and because you need that is your character in the game it's kind of like 
Pokemon fighting each other. Yeah. You should look into it. And you can make some real money. Hiring people to play video games for me? That's well, you can play it yourself. If, you, if, you, if you're playing Pokemon, play this game and make money while you're doing it. That's crazy. You got NFTs? I have lots of NFTs. Really? Yeah. Good ones, or did you did you buy some that you should? I have, have like bought? Batman. So I most of my NFTs are on like the VV platform, uh, like Batman, um, Joker, uh, Tokidoki. See, that's what I think about uh, NFTs. I'm like, they're there's too many different things. Like they're all over the place and different. You gotta have yeah. this, you know platform to get these one it's like yeah, i wish yeah. it was more centralized yeah but if they made it easy for you then everybody would do it and then you know like you do you, uh, when you're an early adopt uh, early adapt adopter or adapter early adapt adopter yeah early Both. adopter yeah i don't know <laughs> when you yeah, adopt yeah, it early uh right. in the early stages of something uh you have more to gain from that point on. I almost feel like I'm too late on NFTs, though. I felt like people who got the early ones. You are yeah. in the United States of America. You're early. <laughs> yeah, Most people true, can't even afford. A dollar is like 75 Indian rupees. It used to be 50, but it's the Indian rupee has debased a bit. So Some people uh, are buying NFTs that are worthless though right yeah, yeah, yeah. there's are. definitely scams out there that have no intrinsic value that have no utility yeah then you know that's that you know and the art's not even that great right so uh but i mean i have i've tripled quadrupled my money really i mean i haven't sold any of my nft if i were to liquidate my nfts i will quadruple my money wow all that's i had to cool. do was just get on there on the drop day and buy it for 60 yeah. bucks some of them i got them for like 14 dollars mm. and i can sell them for like 500 wow yeah that's cool yeah but uh yeah you can also do that with real things too right yeah flipping fungible tokens yeah you could like what but like what like shoes yeah shoes People do it with, like, uh, concert tickets and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It feels weird, though. To make money? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, to, like... Uh, Does it feel unethical a little bit? The NFTs doesn't feel unethical, unethical because that's, like, the culture. But, like, these guys who will tickets. buy... It, yeah, that's, like... Yeah, that's scalping. Yeah, scalping. No, uh, you're right. But you're not scalping with NFTs. It's like that's. No, some people do that. Some people will. But isn't because there's the limited thing? numbers. There's only like let's say two thousand NFTs yeah. of stuff like let's say the Batman. Yeah. And there's fifty thousand people trying to buy it. Yeah. So if one person is able to buy them all, is that messed up? So uh, if one yeah one person can actually not all of them because it's such a limited time. But yeah, one person can actually buy more than in the early days you could buy more than one. Uh -huh. Now it's literally sold out in one second. 
But Thousands of NFTs sold out on the drop day. They will sell out in one second. I've been trying for the last two months and I haven't get, gotten any. Because people have these like hacks, right? And they know bots, how to. Yeah, bots. Yeah, bots. Yeah, but the, you know, as the technology gets better, like they, they're going to, you know, uh, bot proof uh, the apps. Like, let's say, for example, FTX, which is a centralized exchange, has an NFT platform. The, you know, right now, the, many NFT, like OpenSea, for example, OpenSea is a big one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. You can just download a bot and you can program a bot to buy it for or whatever right right but ftx like you actually have to be a certified like uh, kyc person like you have to be a real person with a real id with a real social security number or, or some form of identity to be on that platform so like you can't there you can't bot that stuff ah that's cool yeah so now that you're not engineering anymore you are in uh, the real University of Addy. University of Addy, and I do a lot of freelance jobs, and I'm in real estate. Yeah, so like, what's the goal? What's, what do you got your mindset on right now? You're just trying to learn things that interest you and you feel like will make you money and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what things interest me and basically find something that I really love have you found it yet or are you still looking? I think I, it's got something to do with people. I love talking. Mm. I love connecting with people. I this love, is what we're doing right now. Yeah, I love, ad, you know, like um, supporting someone's idea, advocating for them. Not being an advocate, but advocating. Yeah, but being so not to confuse, I don't want to be an attorney. Um, I don't think so, at least. Um, so basically something to do with talking connecting with people advocating for them I've, I've thought about maybe getting into politics public office uh running for some sort of office um i don't know be the president i don't think i can be the president because i wasn't born here i can be the governor of a state you can get a fake uh, no i can't do that no, i can't do that <laughs> it's very I mean, isn't that like Obama even had like he had he had to I don't know. <laughs> Trump was asking for Obama's birth certificate <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely would maybe run for office, some yeah. sort of office like. That's cool. Someday, for sure. Yeah. I'm still waiting to become a U.S. citizen. Oh really? I just got my green card actually. So what's the next step? I just gotta learn the Pledge of Allegiance or something. I, I don't know what it takes, but I'm sure I can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it'll be a few years, and then I can apply, and then, you know, th and then I have to be a resident of a place for different state to state, county to county. Yeah. If I want to run for a mayor or whatever, like, every county, every state has different requirements. Like, some people, some, some of them require you to be a resident of that for five years, some mm. seven, some three, some ten some just require that you be the resident at the time of running for that position. So I don't, I, you have to look. I, I, you know, I've realized that it's not important that you find like, oh, this has only five years requirement as opposed to that being seven. Like just find a place you love, live there, do what you love, do what you, you know, makes you happy, do what ticks uh, and 
just, just uh, try to monetize that. And until you monetize that, find different ways to make money. And um, because I can tell you this 100%, money is not going to make you happy. What will make you happy is doing something you love. And if you then make just a little bit less money, you will still be way happier. Like having a million dollars or 10 or 100 is not the solution. Doing something you love and immersing yourself in it is the answer. And, you know, you have to be smart about it. Make some money doing that. Do you love what you're doing right now? Yes, definitely. I love that I'm putting myself through my own school. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's amazing because I now know what I actually want to do. I'm not where I want to be, but I know where I want to go. Mm. That is such a beautiful thing too. Mm. Knowing where you want to go and walking the path. I'm walking the path now. It took you a while to figure it out, but it yeah. seems like you've, you've figured some yeah, things out. Yeah, I basically out. told myself that when I turned 31, I turned 21. Wow. I'm going to live my life that way. That's cool. Yeah. I just turned 21. <laughs> and fortunately for me, like, you know, I don't Did you get hammered on your 31st birthday? Huh? Did you, did you get hammered like it was your 21st no, birthday no, and your 31st no. birthday? I, I, on my 21st birthday, I didn't get hammered. I wasn't even, I started drinking when I was 24 or 25. You go into college parties. Hey, I'm 21. What's up? I, I don't know. I can't even remember what I did. Uh, but on my 31st birthday, I was just hanging out with myself, reading, and, you know, I was in my own university. Mm. And I was loving it. Yeah. Where do I apply? How do I? Uh... I'll send you links. <laughs> cool. Um, but you like the U.S. Like, you, you, yeah. think you, you think this is the spot? This or is the spot. you miss India at all? Do you... I would go back to India to travel and to maybe set up some businesses and um, but it's hard with the bureaucracy. I mean most of the talented people from India are not in India. They're like all different like mm. you know they're here in the Euro Europe, United Kingdom. Why uh, is that? Because there's so much red tape to Why? if you want to do something if you want to make some real change, it's just like you meet with a lot of friction and resistance from from the bureaucracy. That's mm. just how it is. Is that because like older countries, there's they're more stuck in certain ways, and like the U.S. is relatively a new country, so it's easier to. No, India is a way newer country. The United States has been like what, seventeen, seventy-six. India is newer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 1776 versus 1947. That's when India became a country? Yeah. Dang, I don't know my stuff. <laughs> I thought, well, so what was India before? It was colonized by? The British, yeah. Uh, but they were all kingdoms before. Right. It was like, yeah, kings and kingdoms and... That's why you got all those different languages. Yeah. And then it just... They just kind of grouped it all together and said, this is India. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, running for office. I feel like, uh, I feel like that's hard now. You think so? A lot of times I look at politicians as being so fake. Like, I feel like you got to be so fake to. Hmm. Maybe you got to have like present 
present yourself in a diplomatic way. Yeah. So, so as to not offend, be politically correct. All right. The time. But then you have some people who come in and who don't care much for. I mean, I think being PC and being politically politically correct excessively and not being able to say something that is you know not being able to talk about the elephant in the room yeah. i think that's fake yeah politics i don't know i used to be more into it now i just like it's just overwhelming to me kind of like bitcoin so i just kind of shut it all off it's kind of like this right um when you do more of something the less it overwhelms you Let's say, for example, you want to go and, you know, go want to go to the gym, right? You go to the first day, you do your bench press. And the next day, your pecs hurt. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, my pecs hurt. I'm sore. Yeah. Oh, fuck the gym. You're not going to be that. And be like, no, this is good. I want to do this more often. Yeah. So, therefore, you, you know, every strand, every fiber, you rip it and then it grows back stronger uh-huh. so the brain's the same way too being overwhelmed is a symbol that is a sign that you're just not used to this new idea yeah. and it's new it's foreign cognitive uh, dissonance I think is what they call it mm. you know so um, I don't quote me on that but something about a disconnect right? yeah like it's a new concept and uh if I were to start all of a sudden start speaking to you in a different language, you would be, you and you're trying really hard yeah. to make sense of because I everyone around you speaks only my language and not you, so you're trying really hard. You you would have a headache. Let's try. <laughs> no, I can't do that, but but you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it doesn't kill you, you got to do more of it. Yeah, no, I I, I don't Unless have a it's problem cocaine. talking about it. Uh, unless what? Unless it's cocaine. <laughs> I don't have a problem talking about like politics and stuff. It's more like. Uh, oh no, I meant Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that needs to be that. I'm not right. saying we should talk about it. like more people need to be talking about it and informing themselves about it, about this whole revolution. Yeah. It's a peaceful revolution. So, what kind of advice would you give me for a guy? I got no Bitcoin. I got no Ethereum. I don't even really even know much about what anything is. Should I, I mean, educate myself? That sounds nice in practice, but I don't know how much. Uh, Let's say you're overweight. Yeah. Okay. And let's say you're from somewhere in the South. Okay. And and you're just used to eating KFC and McDonald's. Mm. That's good stuff. (laughs) It's good stuff. And and you know your doctor tells you like, hey, you're pre you're pre you're not diabetic. You're pre diabetic. You got to change your lifestyle. Like, and then now, what do you? I mean, you it's you have to do the work. You have to start eating healthy. You have to start working out. And in in practice, as you said, like in educate yourself. I think ten hours of videos within one week. So about an hour and a half a day, just go on YouTube and watch like intro intro to Bitcoin or or like I'm new to crypto. What should I do? Like and then literally time yourself ten hours in one week. You'll you'll yeah. be much better, in a much better place. Yeah, I'll be fluent in Russian. <laughs> uh, but don't see what also does. I 
you know, I hear other, I, I hear people talking about different ideas and stuff too, and it's like, who do you believe sometimes? Because some people like, like, what do you oh, mean? Buy, you gotta buy Bitcoin. Oh, you don't gotta buy Bitcoin. You gotta buy this. You gotta do that. And well, it's like, who's like, who's yeah. the source that? I guess you gotta take in different things. Yeah, you have to take everyone's. You have to do your own research. That D Y O R will come up a lot yeah. for you when you do your own research. Yeah. Uh, uh, you you know. Like, you you have to put in the time. That's the only way. Yeah. Or or you can just hire a crypto financial advisor and just you know like do what he says. Like, hey, yeah, that's okay. for rich people though. Yeah, I mean, sure. <clears throat> but I mean, this is a really good entry point. Uh, I don't know when people will see this. This is today is like what or like late January, the twenty second. Oh, yeah, let's see this in a few days. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think, you know, Bitcoin under 40,000, it's like under 35. I, don't, I feel like it might go down a bit more. This is a great entry point for long-term holders. Like, if people, people, people who thought that, oh, Bitcoin is, uh, you know, too expensive at 67, but they won't buy now. 67,000 now is a great time to buy. Like, in a four-year period, no one has lost money on bitcoin it's the the time frame mm. right the friend the the time frame that you're uh holding an asset but what's the difference between investing in bitcoin or investing in a stock is like is it the same thing in a way or similar if you get a good stock that so with all these things so bitcoin is is a personal it's like an asset and mm-hmm. uh, uh, with stocks, you're building equity in it. You're building equity in the company. Let's say you buy one stock or one share yeah. of Apple. Whatever the company does with their future, uh, the businesses they, they build or the new technologies they they introduce. That determines the value. That, de- that determines the valuation, their profits, their, their bottom line. And you own a piece of the company. Right. But I think Apple could, uh, you know, I don't know how many no, total number of shares of Apple exist out there. But the total number of shares of Bitcoin that exist out there are max 21 million. They're capped at 21 million. That's the max number of Bitcoins that will ever exist. So you know exactly how much you're going to own. And what, how is the value determined based on? So it's a great question. The value, nothing, nothing in this world has intrinsic value other than maybe let's say you food, water, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Commodities. Nothing has an intrinsic value unless we assign, if you, me and everyone around us agrees that we feel like this Topo Chico is worth, you know, like a dollar fifty or four dollars or whatever. Yeah. And we just assign a value to it, and we all agree that, you know, gold, for example, like gold is supposed to be, was supposed to be, um, the best investment, right? Like the best, the safest way to. The gold standard, baby. <laughs> yeah. But but what does it do for you? What does gold do for you? Nothing. Yeah. Like what intrinsic value other than maybe some of it needs to be used in semiconductors or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. 
I can get into, I mean, I don't want to get into like super in-depth about economics and like the, the value stock to flow ratio and, yeah. um, uh, I can, I can send you some links and I can send you some information your way. And, and, um, I think, yeah, it's, uh, it's critical to know, just like it's critical to know that, you know, carbohydrates and proteins are two different things and they'll do different things to you when you mm. eat them, uh, the same way. Yeah, right. I think it's important to know, like, um, I mean, w we don't all have to know the exact, the source code for Bitcoin, but yeah. having a basic understanding of how it, there's a 21 million cap. This is, you know, each small piece of Bitcoin is called a Satoshi. Uh, Satoshi? Yeah. Yeah. So sounds like, good. Yeah. Sounds tasty. <laughs> Satoshi? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just like uh, Ethereum small uh, units are called Gwei. Gwei? Yeah. Gigaway. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, simple stuff like you can you can learn all that in, in like a day of watching YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah. Man, I want to go buy. I want to buy some Bitcoin. Yeah, get on get on a, a an exchange and put some money. Link your debit card or bank account and just buy it. I'm sure you have fifty bucks on you, like in your bank. Just buy it. Close. Yeah. Close. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if fifty bucks worth of Bitcoin bought right now will probably be worth like at least a couple hundred in in the coming years. Really? I kid you not. Yeah. I, again, not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and when I put all my $500 in Bitcoin. And, <laughs> and then you lose it all. In four years. <laughs> you can't sue me. I'm hunting you down. <laughs> when you're running for governor, oh. I'm going to be at your campaign rally speech. <laughs> <and> throwing <laughs> tomatoes at you. <laughs> oh. oh, shoot. I might have to run against you. <laughs> no. That's good stuff. But yeah. also, actually, one more thing. Like, do you look back on that in um, your car crash as like a positive or? Oh, hundred on one hundred percent. Yeah, I I wouldn't if I could turn back time and you know change. I wouldn't change that thing. That's cool. Because the person I am today would not be without that time I spent in the hospital, without the change of mindset that I had being in the hospital without dating that woman, mm. uh, you know, and, and dude, like investing, like that's, a, I would not have started investing money unless I went through what I did. So, yeah, I've heard of like, uh, super rich, like CEOs and stuff. They will, carve out a time in their schedule or year maybe like a week or two weeks where they or maybe it's a week they just like say nothing on there and they yeah just spend time thinking or reading yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I i'm mean, like yeah i think that you know so many people they're in the rat race they're mm -hmm. just going hustling bustling that i would think it would be in some ways like refreshing or good to be like i'm just in the hospital let me just evaluate all what do i got count my eggs in my basket or think about what yeah. what's going on like and i think that was the pandemic for some people yeah you know like what introspection is, is extremely yeah. important because you as you said being stuck in the rat race even even big ceos some of them are stuck in this whole 
routine of like, hey, this is what we got to do every quarter, blah, 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 blah. But not having time to think about what the vision is, right? Yeah, new so, ideas. New, yeah, exactly. So that, that it's, um, it's important from the CEO to the janitor. Mm. All right, anything else we needed to say? I think that was, that was good, man. Yeah, dude. We, we got some good stuff. Got my vote.